it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, Everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Empty the chamber on And how do you do that? Four, six seconds, put eight point beat, everything you got. Everything you got. Turn that shit up. Let's go. Let's go. Welcome to the Scoop World Order. We got a transfer portal tackle edition. This is a day that Ohio State fans have been waiting for. They're excited about. So we're going to tell you all about Victor Cutler, our newest uh, tackle guard uh, potential uh, guy to play this year for Justin Fry. Excited about his addition. Um, sending a ton of guys to go kiss and make up with Jaden Davis this uh, this Friday. Excited about that. I think that he's a guy that uh, potentially could be our 2024 quarterback after the dot or the Dylan Rayola uh, mishap where he decommitted from us. So uh, I think we might end up being better in the long run if we get Jaden Davis. So I'm excited about that. Uh, so we're going to get into all that. We're going to take your questions. As always, we appreciate you guys so much. You guys have no idea. We talked about our support, how we're growing. It's all because of you guys. So thank you so much. If you enjoy our content, please leave us a like. That is so huge for us. It's a little thumbs up in the corner. Uh, click subscribe if you enjoy our live shows where we take your questions uh, we really enjoy doing this click the little bell you'll get a notification anytime our content uh, pops up so you'll get it on your ipad your computer your iphone uh, your smart tv whatever you like to watch us on we appreciate you guys as always uh, thank you so much we are going to be on buckeyescoop.com all night we've been going crazy on it uh, our site is growing like crazy so thank you guys who've been signing up and subscribing it is the best spot for the biggest Ohio State fans. We have some great information coming, uh, some maybe some coaching staff co- stuff coming. A lot of dominoes falling there, so we will be breaking news for you guys on BuckeyeScoop.com. With that being said, going to bring in my good friend Nevada Buck. Nevada, how are you tonight? Doing great. I mean, transfer portal tackle comes to Ohio <laughs> State. This is this is a big day, man. This is transfer portal tackle day at. Uh, BuckeyeScoop.com and uh, re- rejoicing throughout the uh, the seven kingdoms of Ohio State land for sure. Oh, absolutely. What's up? We got Chris, we got Sue, Eric, we got the normal crew coming in. Thank you guys for joining us. I yeah, I I agree big time. I think that you know we needed some depth pieces. This is a kid. I'll probably start off uh, second team. He's played both tackles and played guard. Six foot three, three hundred two, uh, over twenty starts. So that, that's a nice ad. Uh, last year against Alabama and Texas allowed. Uh, I believe zero zero sacks. So, and that is, uh, you know, for for people that don't know, Victor Cutler played at Louisiana Monroe, a kid who uh, played early. He's got two years of eligibility left, so we'll probably have him for the next two years, uh, starting playing for Ohio State significant minutes. And you know, when you're at one of these schools like Louisiana Monroe, and you got to go play at Tuscaloosa, and also at Austin, play Texas, play Bama. 
that is not always fun because you're pass blocking a lot because your team's going to be behind for most of the game, uh, usually behind big. You know, you're going to be down three, four, five, six, seven touchdowns. So uh, you're going to get a workout in and you're going to be going against Will Anderson. Not going to have any help. Uh, so I think that, you know, he put some infrastructure on this kid. Uh, it'll be interesting to see where Justin Fry puts him. I imagine six three probably put him in at guard. Uh, so you could potentially have, you know, Donnie, him, Matt Jones, Enoch, and Josh Fryer as your starting offensive line. And then you've got guys that all have starts. So I think that would, that's fantastic for, for what we're trying to get done. Uh, to have five guys that have started in college football games is huge. Um, and, and even if he's just a depth piece, it's always nice to have a guy that can push people at multiple positions because he can play tackle and guard uh, and he can play left and right. So he can basically play four of the spots. I don't think he's played center, but I think that uh, he's got the talent and the uh, the speed. He's, he's a nice athlete. I watched this film. We're going to throw his film on for you guys. so You can watch him a little bit. But, uh, you know, Nevada, you know, your thoughts on on adding a depth piece. You know, I think sometimes. You know, with the portal guys, it's always interesting. You're either going to get a guy from a bigger school, like we broke down Jacob Hood yesterday, who's a three-star tackle from Georgia, six foot eight, three fifty. Um, you're going to get guys like that that maybe went to a big program and haven't played if underperformed, or you're going to get a guy um, uh, like like Victor, who has got 22 starts and he's you know got a couple years under his belt, uh, but he's it's out of smaller program, so. Uh, Nevada, which of those do you prefer? Because I, I think I know where I'm leaning, but where would you lean in terms of, you know, a more veteran guy at a smaller program or a guy from a bigger program who hasn't played at all? Well, I'd go with the old why not both, you know. Um, no. I, I, I just think that when you think of it this way, if we recruited a kid out of high school, any kid out of high school, just pick a kid, pick a high school, then you, you really don't know what you have. you got to develop him. You're hoping to get a couple of good years out of him uh, before he goes to the NFL, before he transfers, or you know, you know, what the scenario might be. In this case, you've got a kid who's clearly a development player, but he's already got 20-plus you know, college starts under his belt. And if he comes to Ohio State, all he's got to be is better than some of the worst guys in your room. And you've already then, then you've upgraded the talent in your room, and, you, and, and it's, it's a net positive for you. The, the downsides are really, really low because you haven't you haven't guaranteed anybody a, a starting spot. I don't think you've destroyed the culture. I mean, it's really no different than bringing in an incoming high school freshman. So from my standpoint, there's there's only upside to a move like this. Um, you know, when you watch the tape, I mean, look, he, he moves pretty well. I mean, he's certainly not sedentary. He certainly seems, you know, relatively light on his feet. He's um, got good punch. Um, you know, who's to say that in a cup with, you know, with a, you know, one more year under Ohio State strength and conditioning program and in our system that by, you know, by his last year of eligibility, that he, he couldn't be a, a, a solid producer for Ohio State. So, no, I like the move. Um, I think it's a, you know, it's, it's a good depth move. There's just no downside to it. And I like moves that only have upside and no downside. So, uh, you know, you do that enough times in your life and, and you're, you're going to end up on the net positive side for sure. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Uh, Super chat. Appreciate you, DW. Does this mean they don't pursue Jacob? But I don't think it does. I think if I'm Justin Fry, I'm trying to stack bodies. I, you know, if you're Justin, you took that room over. Um, and, and with the addition of the transfer portal, you know, you have the ability to flip these rooms faster. And by flip, it means, you know, if there's guys that you don't think can play or guys that you think maybe this is too high of a level for them, 
you could politely ask him to to hit the portal and go elsewhere. And then you could bring in guys again, like we, we liken it to playing poker where if you could keep throwing your cards back until you get a Royal flush, that's kind of what you can do with your room. I think that um, after spring ball, there's going to be an exodus from Ohio state. And I, and this isn't because I have any sort of, you know, crystal ball, but it's just, that's just kind of how it is. Kids, you know, Bryson Shaw took off after he saw that he really wasn't going to be in the plans with, with what Jim Knowles said. There's some guys that they'll go through spring ball. They'll be disgruntled. They won't like their role in the offense or their reps or what their projected role is and for the 2023 Buckeyes. And they'll hit the portal. And and that's not an Ohio State thing because Bama lost a, guy, a lot of guys. Georgia lost a lot of guys. It's just a, a big-time college football, you know, big-time recruits or, or guys that maybe aren't panning out um, to the degree that they expected to pan out. And, and they hit the portal to go look for – a more advantageous situation. And there's nothing wrong with that. I think that if I was a young guy and I thought I had talent and my dream was to play in the NFL, you know, you can't sit around on the sideline for five years and graduate and run out on senior day with zero career starts and expect to play in the NFL. I mean, Nate Edmonds, the only guy that's ever done that and Nate's a different beast, but most of these guys, like you got to go play somewhere. And like when Ryan Jacoby took off, it hurt our depth tremendously because he'd probably be our starting tackle this year. But at the same token, he's been starting at Pitt for two years now. So you know, he's he's already trending towards, you know, at least having a shot at making an NFL team and having a shot at getting drafts because he's going to be a multi-year letter winner, multi-year starter at Pittsburgh. So that's kind of what it is. Um, But I think you keep you just keep, you know, recruiting these guys. I think that the hardest part about a kid like Jacob Hood is, you know, when you're listed at six foot eight, three fifty, you know, are you still 350 or are you 390 now? You know, because like those guys that are big and you know, you look at photos of him from high school, there's a lot of baggage on there. And, you know, has he has he been able to whittle some of that down or has it gotten bigger? You know, because that's the hard part is like some of these kids when they don't play and they don't travel and they stay home on the weekends, man, these guys can blow up like balloons. I've seen guys that I saw we had a guy gain 30 pounds in, in a week at Ohio State. And that's that's like you'd have to be like doing every eating challenge known to man to do that. But it's happened before. And some of these guys can't put the spoon down. So I, I'd love to get him on a scale and see how he looks today versus what he looked like in his recruiting photo from, you know, a year and a half ago. So uh, Nevada, do you think that we still continue to upgrade the offensive line room uh, on top of the addition of Victor Cutler? Well, I think you, you certainly attempt to try, you know, I think yep. for Ohio state, it's going to continue on, you know, you know, through the, you know, through the spring evaluation period and through the spring transfer portal period. Um, and again, I just think it's just, it's, it's college football in 2023. And as a fan, I think we just have to get used to it and accept it as kind of just a natural part of the game. Um, it's kind of foreign to us and before when stuff like this happened, it was indicative of, is there a culture problem? Is there a problem in the room or people unhappy? Should that position coach be fired? Do, you know, do we not have talent? What's the problem? And now I think people have to just look at it differently to say, look, this is just the way that you do business now. And for uh, for Ohio State, you know, I think they've got to be just looking at the bottom two or three guys in the room and say, hey, if they if they don't believe that there's a, a clear path to them contributing, you know, it's in the foreseeable future that, like you said, they encourage them to look elsewhere, find a place where they may have an opportunity to play, to develop. And they go out and they continue to try to look for guys that uh, can improve the room. That's the only way that you're going to get better. That's the only way that Ohio State's going to continue to stay at the top. And Ohio State's uh, responding to this new reality. So uh, I applaud it, but I, I expect. What if you could have a career 
where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There'll be more of it, and it'll, it'll be an ongoing process all the way up to fall ball. Yeah, I, I think it's it's just like the NFL now. I mean, the NFL, you know, when, when you're in a position room, every week in the NFL, they're trying to upgrade the room. You know, if there's a, a guy on a practice squad somewhere that they can snag, if there's a guy that's a street free agent that they can snag, you know, it's when I was in the league, I mean, when I was with the Miami Dolphins, you know, they were a bad team and they were bringing in 20 to 30 guys every Tuesday and having tryouts, like literally like guys, you know, that were cut from teams or guys that were, and it, you know, it's not like it's like bums off the streets of Miami. It's like, like good players coming in, trying out. It's like an NFL combine. You got to do the 40, 225. And it was, it was wild, man. Cause like I, for like three straight weeks, I had like a locker to the left and a locker to the right. And both names flipped every week. So I would walk in and be like, who are you? Who are you? It's like, Oh, but, so it's just that's just kind of college football is kind of getting more towards that. And again, I don't mind it because I've been around teammates that had been beaten out by younger players. I've been around guys that were, were basically stuck back in the olden days, the pre-transfer portal days, and and they're miserable. Like guys that like you know they they come in as four-star guys, Army All-Americans, and they get beat out by a guy who's a year younger or two years younger, and then they never play like. I think a lot of those guys, you know, from from my era, I was kind of go back like how many of those guys would have transferred out? I was like a bunch of them probably would have. And again, I don't fault them because ultimately when people go to play college football, they want to play somewhere. And if for whatever reason it doesn't work at Ohio State and you can go to Pittsburgh or Penn State or Michigan State or Purdue or wherever or Alabama, like whatever whatever works for you, like again, JMO is probably the greatest instance of all time because he left Ohio State as the number three receiver. Goes to Bama. I should have won the Blitnikoff and went first round. So, you know, it's not always, you know, oh, woe is me. I stink. It's like sometimes, no, it's like I just, I have the talent, but I need, you know, the situation. Because, you know, if JMO, as good as he was for Bama, he still was our number three behind Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave. And I'm not saying that, like, we have that type of star power right now on the O line, but like sometimes, you know, these guys, if they go and they show out, like Ryan Jacoby gets drafted mid to late round, you know, in a year, then. They'd be like, yeah, that was a good decision to go and be a three-year starter at Pitt than it was to be a, a fifth-year senior starter at Ohio State. So I'm going to warm up a little bit of film. Uh, so this is our boy. This is Victor. Uh, Victor Cutler. We got a couple things. Big shout-out to Victor Cutler because one thing, if any of you guys, and I know none of our people that watch the show are getting into the transfer portal, he actually put his highlight tape on YouTube. So that made it super easy to find. So most of these guys, like, Finding film, it's kind of like finding uh, it, the lost city of Atlantis. But, you know, with this kid, he actually had it, um, you know, ready to go. So this is him versus Texas. Again, 
when you're evaluating these kids, sometimes it's it's the movement skills. It's not necessarily the talent. But I, when you're playing Texas and Bama, you get a little bit. So he's, he's out here at left tackle, easy vertical set, good stop, balls out fast. So, you know, again, I like the movement. He's not all over the place. He looks like he's been coached. So we'll take that. And then here's big, bad Bama. Bama's, you know, we've got a. Uh, my all-time favorite player right here in Nevada. You remember number 10 for Bama, Henry Toto, my hero. Uh, shout out to his dad. Led, led me astray a little bit, but it's <laughs> a blast from the fast. Papa, Papa said, we're moving to Columbus. And then, hey, I think we're getting the kid. Nope. Goes to Bama. So, hey, you got you to learn your lesson when you're green in the recruiting game like I was. So, but no, again, yeah, this is against the best team in, in America. Field pressure easy and again like you know his his guard next to him isn't very good he gets beat you know now granted this is bama so i know but you know you you imagine that being donnie next to him and and you got mine back here you know it it makes your life a lot easier when you play with good players so a lot like i said a lot of this is a good easy reach block again talent isn't great but you know you see the speed the hands again like and he's got 20 starts so i love the cut block that's great but I, I love um here clears it out. So I don't know. I, I, I like the film. I think that he's got uh he's got upside. And again, here's the thing that matters, because it doesn't matter what I think. It matters what Justin Fry thinks. And Justin went on this kid. So hey, you know, I, I'm good with it. Here is against against Texas again. Not a lot of run stuff. Um these teams, usually when you're playing one of these teams, you're kind of a sacrificial lamb playing Texas or Bama. You're usually not going to run the ball much because you're usually losing. But I think that, uh, you know, here he gets to the second level. Good combination block. Again, it, I, it, it gives me more comfort when you see him reaching here, stealing. I mean, that's something we, we do this all the time. Q run, which, again, this is hard to defend. If if, if they get this down guy done, like if this, if this guard, again, I, this guard's, you know, He's not great, but if he gets that done, this is a walk-in touchdown. There's nobody there. But um, I don't know. I like his phone. Like, like, I think that, you know, in terms of upgrading the room, I think he does that. I think that when you're looking for for new guys here, it puts them on the ground on a cue draw. Again, we love quarterback runs because look at how easy this is. Like, I mean, you literally, the O-line blocks, they block guys for about two seconds, and then the QB takes off for, what, a first down, 10 yards. But yeah, like I like I said, the, the movement skills look good. I mean, he's got feet to play tackle. Now, is he going to play tackle here? I don't know. I mean, I I imagine if if I was Justin, I'd put I'd put him here. He's fifty nine, so you put fifty nine. You put seventy four. Um, I don't know if you put Jacob James in here. You put Enoch. You put Fryer seventy, and and I think you're fine. You know, here's is is this Jacob James? Is this Matt? Is it fifty five or is this fifty five? But I, I think that that's, yeah, that's the makings of, of something to start. And then here, you, know, you also have Zen. You have Zen Mikulski, who, you know, that's a guy that lettered. He was a guy that was on field goal last year, so he earned a letter. Um, but again, I just like bringing in competition for the, these positions. Because, you know, the only guys that you could really write in anchor are, are Donnie and Matt Jones. The rest of the guys, you know, I, I would say Josh Ryer is probably close to being an ink at right tackle. Um, but you know, you look at right guard and then 
if you play Donnie at left guard or left tackle, that's going to be kind of the million dollar question. I, I would imagine that you put you put Victor out at left tackle a little bit, you put Donnie out at left tackle a little bit, put Zen at left tackle, and just figure out the best combination. And then, you know, this kid, you put him in at right guard, put him at left guard, um, you know, with Enoch, and and I think that that's uh, it's going to be interesting. I'm going to flip this back on, and we're going to go. Uh, I'm going to get some Jane Davis up in a second. Nevada, what do you think so far? Watch a little bit of film. Um, you know, initial thoughts on our on our new uh, offensive lineman, Victor Cutler. Well, I think people just you know don't get caught up on this. You know, I I, I read the inevitable complaints where they're like, oh, you know, he gave up eight sacks. Oh, he just. But you know, I just think a lot of that is is a subject of you know when you have players next to you that aren't quite as good as you know what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, you know yourself if you're playing with a bad guard when you're playing a tackle then, you know, sometimes that can lead to poor results for you. You know what I'm saying? So I think for a, for a player like that, yeah, I, I just think he, he's going to come in. We're going to see what he's going to do. And if you can play, if you can't play, then he'll probably send on down the road in 12 months anyway. But um, I'll take a guy with 20 starts from just about anywhere. And, and like you said, seems light on his feet enough. Seems like he's, uh, you know, he, he's certainly – a more a sure bet than any, you know, high school player that's never played college football before. And, you know, you've got tape on him playing against Texas and, you know, tape of him playing against Alabama. So, you know, you're going to be able to give him a fair evaluation based on that. And they did it. They looked at it and they decided to offer him. So that that's good enough for me. Yeah. Like I said, is this a guy that you pencil in as a starter? I mean, you got to get him in our program, see how he does in conditioning, see how he does in the weight room. Uh, you know, see how he does in spring ball. I mean, spring ball is obviously going to be huge for him. I think for a kid like this, you know, winter conditioning is going to be huge for him because these, you know, these smaller schools, they still work really hard in the winter and the summer and, and during uh, all their conditioning work. It's just, you know, it's just not at the level of, of Ohio State where you've got um, the resources. Like at Ohio State, you know, a kid like this could, you know, he's all of a sudden he's going to have a nutritionist and he's got Mickey Marotti and he's going to have all these amenities. And does he really take advantage of it? Like at Ohio State, if you don't end up being good, it's really on you because there, you don't have any excuses. You've got, you know, like I said, you have every possible advantage, you know, like I said, in terms of nutrition, the weight room, uh, cold plunge, hot tub, you know, and again, that sounds like weird stuff, but it's like when you can continuously take care of your body, you have a great training staff, they have every gizmo known to man. They have an underwater treadmill. They've got an anti-gravity treadmill. So, you know, you can condition yourself in about every way imaginable um, and, and take care of your body. So, you know, not every place has that. Like an underwater treadmill costs about $280,000 to install. So, you know, most of these schools don't have one of those. We've got two of them. So I, I always look at it like when these kids go to high school, I'm like, look, you know, if you if you want to get strong, you can get strong. You want to get fast, you can get fast. If you want to, you know, work out twice a day, you can do it because you've got the therapy stuff that can, that can help you there. Because I... You know, again, like we've got really, really good equipment. We've got good people, great strength coaches. So it'll be interesting to see uh, if he enhances his strength at all when he's here because he's just, you know, he's a guy that's been at a lesser program. Now they're a good program. I think they're, you know, for, for their level, they're really good. But it's just not the same as being at Ohio State. Do you – um? we're going to talk some Jaden Davis now. So – we are sending the convoy out to kiss and make up with Jaden Davis, which I think is fascinating. Um, you know, Jaden Davis was a guy that 
when we were at camp two years ago, um, I was there with Bank and we talked to Jaden and really nice kid. He was the guy, he was a young kid, uh, projected to be the quarterback in the 2024 class. Like everyone believed that like Ohio State was going to get him. He's a star, um, you know, four and a half, five-ish star type guy. Uh, and so, you know, up through the season, really, the 2021 season, you know, we're still thinking Jaden Davis. And then all of a sudden, from like January to April of 2022, there was this big surge for Dylan Rayola. And Dylan Rayola was a kid that I believe he went to the Michigan game and he might have gone to Michigan or no, I believe he went to the Michigan State game. Uh, in 21, because obviously Michigan was up, it was up there in 21, but he went to that game and not a lot of fanfare. You know, I, I, I talked to Dominic um, and he said, yeah, we're coming in for the game. And, you know, when he came, it wasn't like, oh my God, Dylan Riola is coming in. It was like, oh, Dylan Riola, quarterback from, you know, Arizona is visiting. And, but it wasn't like, holy cow, we've got Dylan Riola on campus. So it was interesting. So he kind of ascends and becomes this, supernova prospect number one overall five star highest rated guy in history and uh it was really tough because you know Jaden Davis was a kid that I think was we were the favorites we were in the lead and and it's kind of like you know when you've got that that good girl that friend that's uh with you and then all of a sudden you dump her for something that you think's a little bit better and then you know you, you kind of jump in with them and then all of a sudden they dump you for whatever reason, you know, I don't know. You know, the, I, I have my theories on what went wrong with Dylan Rayola. Um, I actually, I think I know what went wrong with Dylan Rayola and why it went so, so bad so fast after it was all lovey dovey and he was wearing Ohio state stuff. And he was the, the quote unquote leader of the 2024 class. But you know, when, when they were coming down to the spring ball, you know, I mean, the Rayolas had been up here two or three times during spring ball. And then the week of the spring game, I talked to them and I said, are you guys coming for the spring game? They said, no. Then the, like the next hour they're like, yeah, we are coming in. And I was like, I wonder what changed. And it turned out that, you know, Jaden Davis was coming to the spring game potentially to commit and be the 2024 quarterback. So then, you know, the Rayola's come flying in and, uh, Ohio state basically tells Jaden Davis not to come. And then the Rayola's basically silently commit to Ohio state. Then a few months later, they, they publicly commit with the, he did a little ceremony at his church. Um, but it was, it was just weird because, you know, you know, with quarterbacks, it's so temperamental and it's so uh, you can only take one. And, you know, some of the demands were, you know, OK, in 23, we're not going to take a, a five star kid. We're not going to take a showstopper because in 24, the table will be set for you, Dylan. So, you know, that's why we kind of slow played quarterbacks. We ended up Lincoln Keenholz, who was a kid out of South Dakota. Who I think it's actually going to be really good. But, you know, we, we weren't in hot pursuit of the top three or four quarterbacks like we normally are in the cycle uh, because of Dylan. So, cause you know, we said we won't go after a big name in 23 so that when you come in 24, it's kind of the table set, you know, you're going to have a guy that you can compete with and potentially easily beat out, which again, I don't like that strategy. And I think Ryan Day learned a valuable lesson from that strategy is as in don't ever do that again and just go out and get the best quarterback you can every single year. But you know, when, when families are kind of making demands and people are, saying oh, this is going to be how we're going to do it and how we're going to situate it. It's kind of like diffusing a bomb because, you know, all of a sudden you make the wrong move, the kid leaves. And then all of a sudden, you know, you told every other quarterback in 23 and 24 to buzz off because Dylan's your guy. Um, 
it's weird. And and so now we're sending Brian Hartline, Ryan Day, uh, the janitor, the the plumber, you know, the athletic. And we're sending everybody we can out to to meet with Jaden Davis on Friday to try and rectify the situation, which I think is smart because, you know, he was the guy initially that we were going to get. We thought we were going to get felt really good about him. He's a fantastic player, but now potential Michigan lean. But Michigan's got a lot of stuff going on up north right now. I like where we're positioned at. If you're a quarterback and you're in that 24 class and you can throw to Jeremiah Smith, who's been, he's the new class leader. He's the guy that's leading that 24 class. And then you have Ennis and Tate. I mean, it's about as an attractive of an offer and a spot as you can be in compared to anywhere else in the nation. Because, you know, if I'm a quarterback and I can throw to JJ, Brandon Ennis and Tate, then that's where I'm going. Because those are three guys that are potential first round picks uh, with JJ, I think, being the best of all three of them. Um, Nevada, your thoughts on the situation? It, it's been strange. It's been a long, strange trip, and I'm gonna click on some uh, some Jaden Davis films so we can just kind of talk over it. But uh, your your thoughts on the quarterback recruiting and kind of the the delicate balance that these coaches have to deal with with these these quarterbacks and these families? Yeah, um, what I'll say is if they're able to. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. To secure the commitment from Jaden Davis after having blown Jaden Davis off. And this is one of the great recruiting jobs of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Because, because it was unpleasant. I mean, what happened before was really not super awesome. And, uh, to, you know, to be able to get back in on a kid like that, um, you know, I, I, I'm not saying it's unprecedented, but uh, it hasn't happened a lot where, where things, you know, for a high-profile kid like this to, uh, to be ready to go, to have someone else kind of beat him to the, uh, to, the, to the table, he gets cast aside, and then they swoop back in at the, at the last minute on him. Um, we'll see. You know, and we'll see. Like I said, I, they're, they're certainly – you know, pulling out all the stops they're sending, you know, they're sending Brutus the Buckeye, then, you know, they're, they're sending John Cooper, they're sending, Ugh. you know, Jim Trussell, they're sending the whole gang down there to try to, uh, to try to attract, to try to get them back into the, in the fold. But no, it's, um, it's, 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 it's tough because in any position where you have only one person playing, you know, it, it's hard. And, and I, I really have a lot of empathy for quarterbacks because you want to know who the other quarterbacks are that are in the class. Are there, are, are there other quarterbacks? Cause you can only take one. Um, it's a lot like, you know, goalie in hockey or some other positions where only one person plays at a time. Um, it's tough. And I think, uh, I think this one's going to be, it's going to take every bit of, of Ryan Day's recruiting prowess to pull it off. And if he does, I'm just going to tip my hat to him because Jaden Davis is a heck of a player. Um, 
you would love to have him in the 2024 class, but you know, if we don't, we'll find somebody else that would sure like to get him because I know he's the guy that they want to get as well. So we'll, we'll, we'll all find out here soon enough. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. And again, quarterback is a different beast from pretty much any position in sports. I mean, goalie, I could see, but you know, even goalies, excuse me, rotate to a degree, but quarterback, man, it is like, there's so much money at stake. There's so much pressure to be three and out and onto the NFL. There's so much, you know, going on again, because, you know, we've lost Quinn years, who was the number one overall quarterback, generational talent, uh, highest rated guy in the history of the composite. Dylan Rayola is kind of, you know, the same thing. I don't, I honestly don't think Dylan's as good as Quinn was, but he, you know, he's number one across all three services, consensus number one, five star, you know, kind of a drop everything kind of player. And it's just, you know, it's, it's weird because when you, you know, throw in with a kid like that, you have to make concessions. You have to say, okay, we're not going to go after a five star kid in 23. We're not going to, we're going to, kind of lessen the competition for you. And I'm not saying Dylan, because I, I met Dylan, really nice kid. Like, I mean, he's a really nice kid. So this isn't me going hard on him, but, you know, somewhere things went sour. And I, I honestly think it's because we went after Drake May in the transfer portal because that was the only thing. I got that one. It lined up with everything. It doesn't make sense because Drake May is going to be gone after next year. So you'd think that would be actually better for Dylan because everybody would transfer out if that kid came in. But you know, I, I think that it, it wasn't so much that we got Drake May as much as, you know, I could see Ryan Day. You know, Ryan loves going after transfer portal guys. He loves going after quarterbacks that are, are high draw guys. Because, again, you know, you got to remember, when we went after potentially Drake May, after that Michigan game, man, there were some – there was a lot of smoke, man. People were upset with Ryan Day. And, you know, he's got to win next year. He can't wait around for Dylan Royal to show up in 2024 and be a freshman like – you know, we got a big schedule coming up. We got to go to Wisconsin, to Michigan. Penn State's going to be good. We get them at home, but we got to go to Notre Dame. Like, this is going to be a juggernaut of a schedule that we're going to play. And, and you know, if if you can go out and enhance your quarterback room and get Drake May to throw to Marvin and Emeka, you do it. I mean, I, I think that when you're Ohio State and you're Ryan Day, I don't fault him for trying to upgrade the team at every position possible. Like, if I was the starting right tackle – and he could go out and sign Orlando Place to play right tackle over me, I would be like, I'm good with that, Coach. I'll sit here and eat popcorn and watch Orlando play in my spot because then I know that we're going to be better. And, again, that might be me being removed from the situation and not being competitive, but, you know, it just it is what it is. Like, I mean, if you can go out and get better players to get a better chance at winning a national championship, because last year we were close. I mean, we were a couple plays away from winning a national title, and it's and that's something where – why can't we do it this year? Me and me and Nevada both agree that this year's team is going to be better. I think defensively we're going to be better. I think that, you know, we've got a lot of talent up front that was kind of caught at a log jam uh, with guys, you know, in front of them that weren't as good, but that Larry Johnson just was kind of forced to play because he likes to play senior. You know, he likes to play the seniority card with his defensive line rotation. But yeah, I the, the Jaden Davis thing it's probably the weirdest thing I've ever seen in recruiting. And I've seen some weird stuff, but it's like when you have a kid that like loves Ohio state is an Ohio state lean and Dylan Riola just comes out of left field, a kid that's, you know, no real relationships to Ohio state, you know, grew up in Detroit. Then they lived in Georgia. Then they lived in Texas and live in Arizona. There's a rumor that he's going to transfer to Bosco um, out in California so that could easily happen in the next couple months, and he could be the quarterback at Bosco, who just won the national championship. But 
I um, you know, Jaden Davis was like a really, really good player. Like if we got him, you know, you're celebrating four and a half star, five star type talent. And, you know, Dylan comes in and, you know, he's all Buckeye and, you know, I give you my word and I'm going to lead this class. And then all of a sudden it was like, it was like pull the rip cord and jump out, hit the ejector seat. And it, it just, it was weird. And and the way that they did Jaden Davis was, it was a strange because he's a kid that, you know, he's a really nice kid. And, and to basically have him have to cancel his travel reservations. Hey, don't show up because the Rayolas are showing up and we're going to take his commitment instead of yours. Like, because I, I think that the biggest reason the Rayola showed up for the spring game is because they wanted to lock in their spot. They wanted to, you know, silently commit to Ohio State, lock in. Yeah, you because know, we only take one quarterback generally, you know. But if you're if you're messing with a Dylan Rayola, you can't do the oh we have Jack Miller and then we're going to add CJ Stroud at the at the eleventh hour like like Ryan likes to do. You know, if you do that with Dylan, he's going to decommit, which he decommitted anyways. But you know, it's just it's just such a funny thing the quarterback recruiting and how temperamental these kids are. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, Nevada, if if Ohio State and Ryan Day do smooth it over with Jaden Davis, how good of a recruiting job is that by him and Corey Dennis? Well, it's a, it's a great recruiting job, but I want to go back to something you were saying before. And again, I say this completely lovingly because there's nobody that I have more respect for on, on getting information than you because we do this stuff all, every day, all day for a living. But I think the stuff about Drake May is ridiculous because – he wouldn't even have been on campus. He would have cleaned out the quarterback room. He would have actually made it easier for Dylan Rayola to be a to be the starting quarterback at Ohio State. So I don't know how that would have had any impact with him. But I completely respect that. That's your viewpoint on it. So I want to I want to say that completely with love and with respect. But uh, I don't. I think trying to figure out why. I think that Rayola thing was a lot more complicated than we want to because it, it went hot and heavy and then it went to nothing really really fast and uh, i'm not sure i am sure there's a correlation between that and the flirtations with drake may but i'm not sure it was a causation but uh i'm not sure we'll ever know so it'll be one of those things that you and i can debate back and forth when uh when we're old or I should say older and uh we can we can debate the great dylan rayola debate but yeah to your point about the uh the the, the situation at hand yeah they can if they can land him after after rebuffing him, it's a great recruiting job. Um, and if, if they can't, then, you know, you got to get onto somebody else in 2024 because, you know, as you said, you're, you're going to have a, a quarterback derby this year. Somebody's going to win. And then you got to watch the other guys in the room and watch them bolt because they, they're, everybody's going to want to start in that quarterback room. The days of having three or four viable candidates in the room are probably gone. And, uh, you know, depth is an illusion. So that's a, it's a huge challenge for – for any head coach in 2023, but certainly for the Buckeyes. Yeah. Uh, Doge Day, if you just joined, I love these. Like, he said, are you really going to make me go read 11 words? No, we got Victor Cutler, tackle from ULM uh, Warhawks. We literally spent the first 20 minutes of the show on him. So um, when this is done, or if you want to rewind, we broke down some of his film. Nice player. He'll be a good depth piece. Uh, could potentially be a starter, one of the top five. But I would say he's probably definitely in the top seven the second he gets here. Uh, because I, I think Zen's probably ahead of him, but you can kind of move him around a little bit. But yeah, I just I think with Ryan, you know, in the Drake May thing, I I I think it's real. I think it it happened. I think that you know when you've got Marvin and Emeka, and you can go out and get the the number one rated quarterback in the country for the twenty twenty four draft, like you do it. And I think that when 
it went down and Mac Brown was ticked off. And then, you know, who, who does he know that was in Carolina with him? That was the coach of the Panthers, Matt roll. You know, the Matt roll who's in, who's his tight ends coach or excuse me, line coach. Uh, it's a uh, real uncle, you know? So uh, again, like this isn't like, I know this is like tinfoil hat stuff, but I don't think it is, man. Cause like something changed to make it go from all I wear is Ohio state stuff. And my word is my bond and go box and the brotherhood and all this other trash garbage, you know, that they spew like, Oh, you know, we're Buckeyes for life. And uh, yeah. And then like, it's like in one instant, like, yeah, because again, I was sitting there. It was a late night. He changes all the Twitter stuff. And, you know, our, our site, BuckeyeScoop.com, we have very astute readers and very astute subscribers that notice literally everything. And people go crazy. Like, he just took off all of his Ohio State stuff. He took off the photo of him in his Ohio State jersey. He took off every, you know, unfollowed everybody, like, whatever. And I'm just like, maybe it isn't anything, but it probably is something. I've seen this movie before. This isn't my first rodeo. And, um, Again, like, you know, I just I can't imagine if I'm a high end quarterback like he is and, you know, you know that Innocent Tater here and J.J. Smith, who is the number two player in the entire country behind you, is committed to Ohio State and he's locked into Ohio State. Like it would have to be something just absolutely crazy to lose that infrastructure on top of the fact that Ryan Day is you know, the quarterback guru. You got Brian Hartline's the new OC, so we're going to be throwing the absolute crap out of the ball for, you know, for basically every game. So I, again, I something really, really bad had to happen. It's not like just some random, you know, I don't know. But but again, like when, when I got that Drake May tip, and again, you know, I don't like running with stuff like that just because I'm like, yeah, right. But you know, you got to remember the spot we were in after Michigan. You know, forget the Georgia game. Remember where. The heat was the fan base was after we got waxed at home by Michigan. Ryan Day was catching a lot of heat. There are a lot of these these local media guys that are morons that were saying, "Oh, we need to go get Mike Vrabel. We got to go get Fickle. We got to go get John Cooper. We got to go get somebody other than Ryan Day." Yeah, you know, and then like you know, he goes out and and they have a really tough, gritty performance versus you know the two time national champion Georgia Bulldogs, and it kind of quieted the storm, but. Between that Michigan game and and that kickoff of that Georgia game, man, it was, I mean, Ryan Day was, I mean, he was up against it, man. He was getting beat down pretty hard. And, you know, like, again, if you're Ryan Day and you're looking at the, the prospect of of potentially losing street, three straight to Michigan, we got to go up to Ann Arbor. They want their whole team back, basically. And you could go out and get, you know, the best quarterback in the country to throw to, to Marvin Emeka instead of, you know, two unknowns and Kyle McCord and Devin Brown. I just don't see why you don't explore that. I mean, I would. Yeah, but Kirk, here's the thing. Like, I don't think anybody's questioning that that happened. The question is, what would the impact be on a, a player that's not even going to hit campus till 2024? Of- With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Getting a guy in 2023 who's going to be the number one pick of the draft and gone. So I think we're kind of conflating two issues. I mean, I think no. in, the, in the era of NIL... So many things could have happened with Rayola to turn him from Bobby Buckeye to whatever. Um, to Bobby know, Bulldog. To Bobby Bulldog. Or, <laughs> or, or maybe he just he flipped on the tape. Maybe he flipped on Devin Brown's tape and looked at him and was like, man, I got shut out in the state championship game this year. I'm not as good as Devin Brown. I'm probably going to be sitting for there. I, I, I probably need to find another place to go. So I don't know. It's, it's, it's definitely a weird one. Definitely one for the books. And, uh, yeah, I, like I said, I wish you know Dylan Wells. He, he can go, go wherever he wants, and I'm sure we'll be, uh, I'm sure we'll be just fine. And uh, um, you know, like I said, we'll see if, if Jaden Davis accepts the challenge. If Jaden Davis accepts the challenge, he's putting a. Uh, we remember we used to say we only want guys that really want to be Buckeyes. Well, Jaden Davis would have to really want to be a Buckeye to uh, to accept this after what happened to him. So uh, I'm rooting for him for sure. Yeah, I, I think honestly. Um... For me, with the Rayolas and just what I know, it was probably more that, like, in my head, they're thinking, like, are you going to do this to us? If Dylan stinks it up the first year, are you going to go hit the portal and go get whoever the best quarterback or a top three quarterback in the country? Because, again, Ryan, the thing about Ryan is, you know, this is why if there's one thing, if you're an Ohio State fan, if there's one thing you should take from the show that Nevada and I do every night, we love doing this with you guys, you should never worry about the quarterback situation with Ryan day. Cause if there's one thing that I don't care about, it's who's playing quarterback. Cause whoever it is, it's probably going to be first team. All big. We've literally done that 10 straight years since 2012, since Braxton learned 12, we've had the first team, all big 10 quarterback every year. So Kyle McCord or Devin Brown, the models put his name on the plaque now, but you know, Ryan is always going to be looking to upgrade that room. Always. Like he went after Malik Willis, who got drafted by the Titans uh, last year when CJ, you know, when we had the four fresh and we had CJ McCord, Miller, Ewers, you know, we had all those guys in the room together. That spring, he was going after Malik Willis because Malik was, you know, a guy that a lot of people had as a first round pick. Now, obviously, he's stunk it up in the NFL and he's, he's a third round pick. But going into that last year, people thought he'd be a first round pick. So Ryan Day made, he went after him a little bit, you know, through the back channels. And, and, and I just think that, you know, with Ryan, if I'm the Rayolas and I'm like, well, you know, you said that you weren't going to take a showstopper in 2023, 24, you get Dylan, the table's kind of set for, you know, for him to start as a freshman, you know, he's advanced, blah, 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 whatever. Like, you know, it, it, say Dylan goes out there and stinks it up. I mean, there's been a lot of number one overall quarterbacks that have stunk. I mean, let's just be real. They're, you know, they're not all Matt Stafford. They're not all Trevor Lawrence. Like there's a lot of these guys that get out there and the game's a little bit faster. They're not as good, whatever, you know, would they be worried about Ryan Day poking around the portal and going out and getting the number one quarterback in the country or going out and getting like like Notre Dame goes and gets the kid from Wake Forest who's a really good player? And it's like, you know, would that kid have came to Ohio State this year if we had offered him? Probably. I mean, if if my kid was a good quarterback and Ohio State offered him and they have Emeka and Marvin, like I'm like, yeah, you're going there. You're going to go through to the two best receivers in the country. Your life is going to be on easy street. 
Um, but no, I think it's more that obviously than anything. Like I think because I think that like they were big on trust. And again, I'm, I'm not saying Ryan did anything wrong. Again, I actually really liked that Ryan did that. I, I like when I heard that, I was like, "That's fantastic." I'm like, "Great," because you know I don't want guys to be comfortable and relaxed and oh, I've got my spot and everything's easy peasy, whatever. Like I want to continually enhance and upgrade the roster, especially quarterback. Because like, dude, like with the way we're recruiting receivers. And the amount of talent we have at receiver, that should be the most exciting position in the world to see if Ryan Day is going to go after a portal guy because, dude, he's the he's you're basically the kingmaker at this point. You've put Dwayne Haskins into the league, Justin Fields in the league, CJ Stroud's going to be a top five pick. So I would just be like, hey, look, do you want to be our next first round quarterback or do you want to go somewhere else? You know, or do you want to stay where you're at? So. You know, well, if, 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 if the Rainbows were, were dumb enough to believe that they could send their kid out there and he could not be great and that Ryan Day or anybody would stick with him through his suckiness, then they I'm really glad that they left him went somewhere else because I think that's baked into the cake. I think the bottom line is you're going to get an opportunity at Ohio State, but if you're not good enough, you're going to get recruited over, you're going to get portaled over, you're going to get transferred over. You're going to get something over, but you just got to know that. And that goes for you know, every, you know, every position, every player, um, every sport, men's, women's, whatever. You know, if you're not good enough, they're going to go somewhere else and get somebody who's better than you are. So um, I would hope that they're, they were smart enough to figure that out before they started the recruiting process. But maybe, you know, maybe that was a, maybe that was a revelation to them. Yeah. And, and- Again, some people are more sensitive than others. And I'm not saying they're sensitive, but it's like, you know, you got to know when you're dealing with a guy like Ryan, who's a quarterback guru, he's not going to put up with much at the quarterback position. Like he's going to, he, he, you're going to get it right. And you're going to do it right. Or else he's going to go find somebody that does. Because again, Ryan's, he's from that NFL background. And those guys, you know, they're always looking to improve the team, improve the, uh, the unit. And, and, and I think that he's, uh, like I said, when, when I heard that he did that, I was like, God, I love it kudos to you ryan day that's awesome because like again imagine imagine like just from our life like we run buckeyescube.com if ohio state would have gotten drake may in the portal like our site would have probably broken because there would have been so many people so excited about getting that getting in if we lose if kids transfer out then that's just part of big boy football now man and like again i just I don't know, but but again, like everyone that's like worried about, you know, we lose C.J. Stroud, and I'm like, well, we lost Dwayne Haskins, and everybody thought we were going to collapse. And then, you know, we lose Justin Fields, and everybody thought we were going to collapse. And then we, you know, we we lose C.J. and we'll be just fine. You know, I mean, I think Kyle or Devin, you know, with with the infrastructure we have in place, we're going to be a top five passing attack easily. Probably, I mean, if we're not number one, it'll be an upset. But you know, you got to look at our receivers. We literally have. What what is in Nevada? Would you look up ninety seven percent of our of our uh, uh, of our production back? We lost like Jackson Smith and Jig was five catches, I think, and Mitch Rossi had like one catch, maybe. Yeah, yeah, it's like ninety nine percent of our rec- receiving production and ninety seven percent of our rushing production. So it's 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 pretty high. Yeah, it's it's pretty amazing. Like I I, I just love uh, the amount of talent we have back, our, our running backs, and and we'll be fine on the O line. Everybody wants to worry about the O line with Paris and Dewan and those guys, but guys, like you know, we can gin it up on the O line. Like the Cincinnati Bengals won a playoff game with Jackson Carmen starting at left tackle and two guys on the right side that were practice squatters because they got injuries. I mean, so 
you know, when you're an O-line coach, you, you got to be ready for your best players to get hurt or leave or whatever. And you got to figure out a way to gin it up and, and still get it done. You know, I mean, the, the Bengals got to go to, they got to go to Buffalo, probably the best pass rush in the NFL. And they got to figure out a way to protect Jackson Carmen. So, I mean, we can do that on the O-line. If we have Zen at left tackle or Donnie or Victor Cutler, the new kid. Um, and, and, I, and I think we'll be in good shape. Nevada. Um, yeah, I just I'm excited. We got we got the Victor Cutler on. I put a little bit more of his tape on, but I, I really like this kid. I, I think he's going to be a nice add to us. Um, were you surprised that we were able to finally get a portal offensive lineman? Because it, it seemed like we were zero for about twenty so far, and then we get this kid, and and all of a sudden it was just you know it was like pandemonium almost. Yeah, no, I think we we were due. I mean, they, Ohio State's been casting a wider net in the transfer portal than, you know, than ever before. And, you know, you know, you know, quietly, I think what, what have we added? Like a, uh, a long snapper, uh, a kicker, you know, the, the, the walk-on kicker, the safety job Carter, um, you know, lineman. So I, I think you know, we're, we're due. I think we're just kind of getting our, uh, our sea legs when it comes to the transfer portal. And I think Dave's, you know, really cognizant of not wanting to upset the, you know, the rooms and not try to, you know, just, you know, make transfer portals for the, for the sake of doing them. Um, but, you know, when you've got guys, you have a chance to upgrade, you're going to do it. You're going to take a chance. On, I'm frankly surprised it hadn't happened before. So I, I think we were due. Put some Jihad Carter on since you mentioned him. We hadn't watched him in a little bit. This is his high school tape. Um, Syracuse stuff we can't use, but this is, uh, you know, I, I'm excited to see what he can do. I think that, you know, with him, Lathan, Sonny, Kai, I think that we're going to be more athletic back there, potentially. Um, you know, I thought Ronnie started off really hot and played fantastic, and then he kind of uh, he kind of dwindled towards the end. So it'll be exciting to get some new blood back there. Like, I, I, I just love Kai Stokes. I think Kai Stokes could be a guy that can really uh, get after it pretty hardcore back there. And, and again, like, we just need some guys that can be impact guys. I mean, I know you love Sonny Styles. I mean, Sonny Styles is probably the best athlete on the entire team, and it's his time. I mean, we're going to have him for three years and he's going to be out. So the, the clock is ticking to get as much out of Sunny as you can over the next two years before he declares. And that's pretty much a done deal. So, um, any questions guys, I'm just checking. Uh, <laughs> I love, this is great. David Fettle. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the hard part. David, he said that, uh, Cutler has shrunk. He started off at six, four. Now he's six, three. Yeah. There's this thing called a tape measure that, that strength coaches like to bring out to verify the height. And uh, I actually shrunk when I was at Ohio State too because I used to make myself taller so that I would be taller on NCAA football. Like on NCAA 07, I was like 6'7". So I was like, I want to be bigger on the video game. So I, I used to lie and say I was six foot seven, And in reality, I'm 6'5". But it's just it's like one of those funny things where they used to say, how much you weigh and how tall are you? And you just write it in. And you know, then Mickey Mirati actually brings out the tape measure and measures these guys. So guys do shrink. It's just like when they go to the NFL Combine and – they make you stand against the wall on your back heels and see what your actual height is. So it's uh, it's always exciting to see how many guys actually are the real height and how many of them are actually uh, liars. So I think, I think if there's one thing that most men lie about, it's their actual height. Because I think a lot of guys have never been measured you know, in, in terms of their height before. Like I don't think I'd ever actually been formally measured like at the NFL Combine where you literally take your shoes off, you put your back heels against the wall, they make you stand up on your heels so like the – the, the front part of your foot isn't touching the ground and they tape measure you. So it was like, I was like six, four and three, eight. So I just, I say I'm six, five. So I'm going to lie about that. But, um, 
yeah, he shrunk. So, but he's got good feet. I mean, again, we won a national championship with Rob Sims playing left tackle, and Rob is barely six three, barely. And that was playing the Miami Hurricanes. You know, one of the greatest teams in college football history, one of the greatest, you know, the greatest two year stretch in college football history. So, you know, like if you're six three and can move your feet, you can hang in there at tackle. It's not optimal. Optimal is Paris Johnson, but there's just not a lot of Paris Johnsons walking around on Earth. I don't think we've had a Paris Johnson since Orlando Pace, and and I and I, I personally think Paris is a better athlete than Orlando. He's not as big or as strong or as nasty as Orlando, but Paris is a leaner, better athlete than Orlando. Nevada, any thoughts on my on our shrinking like, offensive lineman? With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Did you just say that there was a player that was a better athlete than Orlando Pace? Is that that was your take there? I mean, Kirk, these are some steaming hot takes that you're just dropping here today, man. I didn't Dude, want to pa- Paris up. is like Paris is like 310 pounds. Like, look at their body types. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh! Wow, the, uh, Orlando, play, I, Orlando. If you're listening to the sound of my voice right now, I'd like to apologize to you on behalf of Buckeye Nation for the blasphemy that Mr. The Barton blasphemy is, that is Barton. <laughs> that is Barton. Now I didn't say he's a better player. He's not even <laughs> close to as good of a player as Orlando Pace was. And Orlando Pace was a, a Heisman finalist. You know, Paris was an All American. There's a big difference between you know a, a second ballot Hall of Famer and a Heisman finalist in what Paris was, but. You know, if you, it'll be interesting to see how Paris tests because Paris physically is much leaner than Orlando was. Orlando was much heavier and bigger. They're both about six seven, um, but you know, Orlando is like twice as wide as Paris. Like if, if you stand next to Orlando, it's like standing next to like a semi truck trailer. You know, Paris is much leaner, much more narrow. So I would imagine that Paris can probably jump higher and run faster than Orlando. Now I could be dead wrong, you know, but they're both twenty year olds. They're both going to have combine tests, so it'll be interesting, you know, because, again, Paris is, you know, he's – it's more because he's probably 20 pounds heavier at least, maybe, or lighter. Paris is probably going to be like 310, I'd imagine. Orlando was, you know, 325, 330. Um, but, again, I could be dead wrong. Like, it'll be interesting to compare the combine measurements between the two because even I – your t- Even your take that Orlando Pace sucked. Man, that is that is like a oh that is yeah strong. i said orlando I, I said the greatest player in ohio state history sucked that needs yeah. to be in the title the title of this video uh, orlando face part blast orlando face orlando face like no i i, I said i mean the, the take that paris johnson might be a better athlete than orlando face isn't that's not that hot of a take 
Now, it, now, if I said Paris Johnson's a better player than than Orlando, that'd be that'd be a steaming hot take. But Please somebody put put this on Twitter right now. Let's see, let's see yes. how this thing trends. Let's see how this thing gets ratioed. Barton's gonna get ratioed by the Twitterverse. Is gonna attack him. Uh, <laughs> now, now, Orlando was not a first ballot Hall of Famer. He should have been, but he was a second. But he went in the second year. Yeah, I mean, Orlando was a much better player than Paris. Like much better. I mean, Orlando was literally the number one pick in the draft, and it was a shoe in. So it's like. They're not the same level of player. Orlando is like a, he literally made the all century team. He was like one of the two best tackles that ever lived. You know, one, he was one of the two tackles on the all century team. So Paris is like, Paris is the best tackle we've had since Orlando. Um, and, and again, the only reason I can say he'd be is because he's lighter. You know, if you're lighter, sometimes you can be a better athlete, you know, and, and he's leaner like Paris, you know, again, like strength and conditioning and supplements and all that. I mean, all these guys that are coming out, they're all leaner, faster, bigger, whatever. So it's like, that's not like a crazy hot take. And again, the combine will be here in a few, and we'll be able to look at the measurements of both pro days. And either I'm crazy and Paris will stink it up or Paris will run really fast and he'll be kind of what I project because I think Paris is a superb athlete. But again, he's not anywhere near as good as Orlando was. He's not as physical in the running game, not anywhere near, and he's not as good of a pass blocker either. But you know, there's guys that can be good athletes, but they're not as good of players. Like that's just part of evaluating. But he's he's nowhere near the level that Orlando Pace was. Orlando Pace is the best player in Ohio State history, better than Archie, better than Chick Harley, better than <laughs> Vic Janowitz or whoever. It's just he just happened to play tackle, so he didn't want a Heisman. But you know, but I it'll be interesting to see how they test because that'll be interesting because I think Ferris could run. Real, he could run a really quick time because he's just a big lean kid you know and a lot of these guys they're not they're not built like pjs so it'll be interesting yeah that's there's my my steaming hot tape the pancake was in after orlando the title there you go troy troy here you go ken the title this will be orlando who there you go that's what we'll do that's what that's what i'll do it'll be my steaming hot take orlando who man the orlando slander on tonight man i just i had no idea this was gonna end up I'm gonna say, yeah, I know. I, I see. Sometimes you never know when this thing starts off, man. It's like, you know. But I, I think, but it's more because I just think Paris is a really good athlete. It's not, it's not slander against Orlando, but you know, Paris. It, it'll be, it'll be interesting. Like I said, I, I'd love to compare their combines again. Combine measurements are almost worthless because Orlando Brown Jr. had the worst combine in the history of the combine, and he literally is a four-time Pro Bowler, and he signed like an eighty million dollars extension with the Chiefs. So it's like, I mean, his metrics said that he couldn't play football in junior high school because he was so slow and fat and doughy and magically he could pass block and he's six foot eight. So he, you know, he's Pat Mahomes left tackle and you know, he could win a super bowl this year potentially. So, but it'll be a, it'll be interesting. This is some more Jihad Carter film playing receiver, which so some movement skill stuff. Good. Back to cut back to Cutler. I mean, I, I, everything I'm hearing and seeing is, I mean, he's gotta be an interior guy. You, you think there's really any chance he he starts at, at, at a tackle position it, it it depends on what justin wants to do with donnie or zen if zen can hang in there and play left tackle i think ideally you play zen at left uh donnie at left guard matt at center enoch or victor at right guard and then josh Fry at right tackle but you know you got to have some competition because again like what it all comes down to to play for ryan day is he has to be able to pass block and you know victor cutler Again, we watched kind of his highlight reel, so he showed us his best plays, which were nice. 
But, you know, we didn't watch full game tape. We didn't watch, you know, how does he do against Will Anderson every play? So, I mean, ideally, when a guy's 6'3", you're putting him in at guard. You know, but when you're at Louisiana Monroe and he's your, you know, your your best athlete, you put him at left tackle and you just got to, you kind of wing it. I mean, I, I, ideally, you never want a tackle to be that short, but it just depends on who's the best pass protector. You know, because again, if, if you want to play for Ryan Day, if you want to play in the NFL, pass protection is literally everything. You know, if you got 100 attribute points, you put them all into pass blocking, put nothing into run blocking because no one cares if you can run block. Pass blocking is everything. So it just depends on which left tackle can hold the edge the best. I mean, that's what's going to be exciting is, you know, when when Donnie's out there and Zen and Victor, uh, Josh Fryer, and you, and you mix these tackles around at left and right tackle, who's the best one? That's why I keep saying I'd put Donnie at left tackle and just live with it because he's our best lineman. But the hard part is, is if you do that, if Zen is somehow in your top five, he can't really play guard. He's too tall. Or, or it would be a much tougher move for him to play guard. It's kind of like when we forced Paris to play right guard, and we did it because he was the best athlete in the room, and you can't have that guy sit and watch because you want to play Matt Jones at right guard. You know, Matt Jones, very nice player, but he's on year six. Um, Paris is going to be three and out in the top 10 pick. So you can't have the top 10 pick sitting and watching Matt Jones or, jo- or, or Josh Fryer play right guard last year. So, and Paris, you know, he struggled, but he's a six foot seven guy and he never played guard in his life. So, you know, this isn't Madden. These guys are going to have some growing pains at some point. So, but he, he did well. He was second team all Big Ten. Then he shifted over to left tackle and he made first team all American consensus. So, you know, it's it's just one of those things where I think you have to really work and figure out the combinations. Like that's part of the the intriguing stuff when you go through winter workouts and you go through skill development and you go through uh the the spring conditioning and spring workouts is you gotta see who works the best together. Um, you know, this kid, you know, Victor, the one thing he's gotta do is he's gotta learn the playbook. So, you know, he's gonna have to learn the offense, which again I don't think we so it won't be super difficult, but you know, obviously Zen and Don are way ahead because they've they've been in the system for multiple years. Um, this will be year three for Zen. So I mean those guys know the playbook like the back of their hand by now. Uh so it'll be interesting. I, I'm just excited to see what the kid can do. Um again, if if someone breaks a shoelace, if Josh Fryer breaks a shoelace or Zen breaks a shoelace, then what? Then all of a sudden you uh you, you who goes in at left tackle do you do you switch donnie out do you put victor in like you know when you're an offensive line coach when you have your five offensive linemen you kind of have like a mental thought of okay if my left tackle gets hurt who goes where who goes in if my left guard gets hurt if my center gets hurt you know jacob james comes in whatever or is jacob james your starting center and you move matt jones from right guard to center uh you kind of do all these um these exercises to see how, what your line looks like if each individual guy gets hurt. So um, that's the good thing about Victor is he's played both guards and both tackles. So he can kind of fill in anywhere, but you know, he's got to get here and, and prove that he fits in, in the room with the culture of the room and, and he can learn the playbook. So it'll be uh it'll be really interesting to see um how he meshes. But again, he's just a good depth piece. This guy's got 20 starts in college football. Um, you know, when you look at our room, you know, Donnie's got, you know, his, you know, 12, 13, 14, whatever he made this year. Uh, Zen has none. Matt Jones has, he has had a handful over the years. Uh, plus, you know, he started most of this year. Uh, and then after that, Josh Fryer has one and Enoch has one. So, you know, this guy has more starts than you know, about half the room, you know, or like if you add up all the starts in the room, he's got about, you know, 
22 and Donnie and Matt probably, if you combine them, they might be mid twenties. But other than that, you have a couple guys that have a single game started. So you just added a lot of experience to the room. And even if it's not Ohio state starts or Georgia starts or Bama starts, there's still starts in college football. So those count for something. So, well, Nevada, this has been a good episode. We got went into a lot of stuff today. Um, your thoughts uh, as we wrap this thing up. Appreciate you guys as always being in here. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Well, just uh, now I think, it, you know, the offensive line stuff is going to be fun because, you know, we haven't even talked about guys like Tegra, who was one of the first guys that, you know, was off the bench last year, one of the first you know, people to get out there. And when you know, people thought the, it would be years before he saw the, uh, saw the you know the uh the field and you know i i think we're gonna have some names emerge from deep in the the bowels of the offensive line room that we're not even discussing that much that that come out and be dudes because what i'm hearing is we have a lot of dudes in that room yeah certainly there's one or two guys that i think there's probably a general consideration that can't play but other than that i think everybody else in that room is kind of on the can play just needs the opportunity thing so um, I think we're going to be talking about names that we haven't even discussed today, um, you know, in the near future. And, and uh, that's all going to be revealed in, in spring ball. And I, I, I can't wait to see it. Oh, here's a great question. I'm going to have you end on this one. Better athlete, Justin Fields or Terrell Pryor? Terrell Pryor. I agree. Terrell, Terrell's probably the best athlete that's ever played at Ohio State. Uh, I mean, uh, other than Torrance Gibson, yeah, I, I'd go with I mean, Torrance Pryor. I mean, Torrance I mean, is good, Tr- man. Yeah, Terrell Tr- Tr- Pryor was a thousand-yard receiver in the NFL on top of being a quarterback in the NFL. I mean, I think in today's NFL, you know, he played during a time, even though that was relatively recent past, when running quarterbacks really weren't in vogue. And now, you know, a big, strong, sturdy guy like that that can run and pass, the teams would build their offense around a guy like that. He just, I just think he just missed the window. Man, is that true? I mean, can you imagine if he played in like modern college football? If he played for Lincoln Riley or one of those guys that did the spread stuff with Terrell, oh my God, the impossible to defend against. Really, I mean, if he would have played for Urban, I mean, Urban would have been the match made in heaven because you run read option with Terrell, man, and and that you get that guy out on the edge, it is a it'd be a nightmare. You know that guy that guy carried us. I mean, in 2010, you know, I know we lost to Wisconsin up at Camp Randall. That was our only loss, but I just never. He was such a gamer. I mean, that kid was never not on, especially that year, his junior year. I mean, he was he was special, you know. And again, a lot of people don't like the kid. I liked him. I thought it was great. So, um, yeah. But we'll wrap this thing up. The basketball game is getting rolling. 
Oh, you started. I love Dave Rice. Says he, Nevada booked the cage match between Orlando Pace and Kirk. Oh, my God. That'd be amazing. Yeah, Orlando, is... I, apo- I, I apologize. I apologize. I apologize. Please, please. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. I was just looking, I mean, I'm just looking at the combine measurables. I want to look at it. I mean, I mean, and that might not even be, that might not even determine how good of an athlete that Paris is. What's up, Paul? Appreciate you, my man. Appreciate you guys tuning I, in. I know the hoops game. I'm going to say so, right now that, that, that Orlando could play Paris Johnson in one-on-one basketball, and I'm betting on Orlando, even right now at his age, I think Orlando takes him. Probably could. I mean, he was a, he was a good basketball player at Sandusky, he was, man. He was a really good basketball player. Yeah. He's a big dude, man. I couldn't imagine guarding him in the post. That'd be a miserable experience. Absolutely miserable. Yeah, I um, it's interesting. Best athletes he's seen, Cat Samorian Pryor. That's pretty good, Dave. I like that. Big Cat was a freak, man. For as big as he was, that dude could have run. All right. Well, uh, we're gonna wrap this in. Appreciate you guys as always. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, as always, we love doing this. We love taking your questions. Fantastic questions tonight. Thank you guys so much. Uh, we're going to be at BuckeyeScoop.com all night. We're going to be having a game thread on the basketball game, talking about our newest offensive line recruit, uh, just working away into the night. Every day there's some new stuff popping off, a lot of recruiting stuff, coaches on the road. So we're breaking all that down, what it means, who they're seeing, um, really good stuff. So we appreciate you guys as always. Thank you guys so much for tuning in tonight. If you guys aren't members of BuckeyeScoop.com, it's the number one place for Ohio State fans, inside information. We've got great, great people on there. It's a great community. People are really, really sharp. It's a fun place to be. Um, it's a perfect sidekick for you and your Ohio State fandom because you can check it on your phone from anywhere. You can be watching the basketball game, seeing what's going on in Ohio State football, talking about the basketball game with a lot of like-minded, really sharp, smart fans. I think you guys would love it. If you haven't been a part of an Ohio State community, this is the one. Give us a try. It is a blast. And once you try it, man, our retention rate is really high because people just love being on there. So cheaper than Netflix and 10 times more entertaining. You guys would like it. So if you enjoy this content, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, also on Spotify. Thank you guys so much. Leave us a review. Five stars. Appreciate you guys. Uh, if you hit that like button on your way out, that would be huge. Those do huge work for us to promote these videos, help people find it. They really help them grow. So thank you guys for that. Click subscribe uh, and also share this content with your friends. We appreciate you guys so much. Put on your Facebook page. Uh, Again, this thing's growing like crazy. It's all because of you guys. So thank you guys so much. We hope you guys have a great night. I will be on BuckeyeScoop.com all night long as I watch this basketball game. Hope you guys have a great rest of your night. Thank you guys for tuning in. We will be back tomorrow. Sure, there'll be some more crazy stuff going on. We'll have some recruiting updates, break down some more film, and uh. Talk football at Ohio State. Uh, with Ohio State football, it just never sleeps. With the portal, it never sleeps. Spring ball is coming up. The second signing day is coming up. So I think you guys are uh, you guys are in for a treat because there's a lot of activity going on. So thank you guys so much. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Thank you, Buckeye Nation. Thank you, Scoop family. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Go Bucks.